Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Catch Some Z's podcast. Thank you all for joining me on today's episode. I am excited about the episode. I'm excited about all episodes but this is a good one because it helped me (laughs) um, put some feelings, put some issues out in the forefront that kind of just needed to be addressed in my life and um, I'm excited to explore those things so (laughs) um, for those of you who are on Instagram with Catch Some Z's pod a few days ago at least a few days ago from you know this recording I posted a picture and said that I was about 2.2 from quitting my job the other day (laughs) and um, I'm going to explore I'm going to explore that with you all today so uh, I just want to let you know what we're getting into and so thank you for joining me and just please enjoy the ride so since we've last spoke um A lot has gone on, less so in my personal life, more so in the world, Uh, most notably being that the United States has elected a new president. Um, We had election day, which lasted about a week, which is what we kind of all anticipated, but still it was incredibly strange um, that we were in this space now where, you know, Tuesday is election day and we didn't have the answer, but whatever. Um, (laughs) But I want to open today's episode, our conversation with um, this this quote. It's an excerpt of a longer quote, which I'll share later. But for now, the quote reads as follows. The closer you are to achieving your dreams, the more resistance you will meet. And I felt like this was, well, no, this quote is incredibly important for a lot of different reasons. And when I found it, it was that the timing was spectacular, but we'll get into all of that later. So basically I've determined that I'm one of those people, I don't know what it is, but I don't really always recognize the value, the gravity, the severity of like situations as it relates to me until I'm way deep in it. For example, I spoke uh what last season season one about how when I was uh pursuing my MBA when I first started grad school people would ask like oh what are you up to right now and I'm like oh nothing much like I'm just getting my MBA and people were so fascinated they were so impressed and not because they were trying to you know gussy me up or whatever because that's an incredible feat (laughs) like it's it's an incredible accomplishment but I simply did not recognize it probably until after my first year was done um that you know the act of me pursuing a master's degree was 
both important and impressive. But to me, because I, you know, wasn't also working or I didn't have, you know, just anything else going on. It was just school. And again, it's not, <laughs> that's, that's the problem. Like it's not just school. School to any capacity is, is an incredible achievement, but my mind was not accepting it as that. I was looking at it as a bare minimum situation. And so this same mentality translated into these last um, five-ish weeks um, where I realized that that whole entire time, these last five weeks or so, I have been stressed, like stressed out of my mind. Um, and I quite literally did not even realize that I'd been stressed for the last five weeks up until like one week ago, a week and a half ago. Um, and it's work-related stress, like 100%. And it, well, obviously in addition to everything else going on, but it's primarily work-related stress and I didn't even realize it. It's been manifesting on my body. It's been manifesting in my body and I didn't even recognize it because, you know, I, I, I be repressing stuff and not on purpose, but just, that's just how, how it's been. So this is what's going, this is what's been going on. Work, in addition to a lot of other things, has been synonymous for me has been synonymous with the presidential election because both of those things required a level of mental commitment that, you know, any other time I'd be able to give no problem and like kind of like leave it in the office or whatever. But because everything else is constantly happening in the world, the amount of mental commitment that I have to give now is you know, the, the overall value is just kind of greater and it's, it's having a larger impact. Um, so, you know, under regular circumstances, it would have just been a regular work challenge, but because we're all navigating this dumpster fire, it's basically resulted in me slowly but surely kind of crumbling. And I didn't recognize the stress before because I have done a pretty solid job at creating a great at-home atmosphere. I've been establishing healthy routines. You know, I, I do still very much, even though we're in a work-from-home space, even though I'm physically going into my office a couple days a week, I still theoretically leave things, you know, in the office. You know, I'm not doing work in my bedroom. I'm not, you know, what if I'm if I'm doing work doing work on my work computer any other things that are personal is on my personal computer things like that you know I'm, I'm creating healthy boundaries but the problem is well I say I'm creating healthy boundaries but a, you know a professional might disagree because I think that I've been doing such a great job at disconnecting at the end of the day at the end of the week whatever when it's finally time to go back to work it's quite literally like I get punched in the face beat up thrown down the way Mojo Jojo used to get his ass handed to him by the Powerpuff Girls on site, right? Because I, again, I come home, I, I light candles, I put on my good playlist, you know, I make meals from scratch or whatever, you know, I'm not eating out, I am going to bed at a reasonable time, I'm praying, I am journaling, I'm doing all the things that you're supposed to do, right? And i and I do that to get rid of all of that extra stuff but I guess I like 100% remove the work stress to the point where I forget about it <laughs> and then I go into work the next day and it's like oh my god 
you know, and I just feel like I walk in and receive a black eye immediately, you know, theoretically not in person. No one is physically laying their hands on me. Just FYI. Um, because I would take them down, but that's not what we're talking about today. <clears throat> so <laughs> like I said, um, I shared with you all on Instagram the other day, um, I was moments away from quitting, um, because something so this is the thing guys something so minor happened it was like it doesn't even matter but it triggered in me the kind of anger that I've only ever felt in like interpersonal relationships with people like family or like romantic you know romantic partnerships I've only ever been that angry in those spaces like never in my life have I ever cried over a job that's ridiculous um and so I basically ended up leaving my office about two and a half hours after I got there because I I while I was in there I was crying I was angry um and I was also disgusted right I was equal parts disgusted with me for behaving like this over a job like come on get it together but I was also frustrated by the absurdity of the thing that ended up triggering me plus I was a little bit defeated at the fact that I'm even in a place I'm even in a situation where I'm crying about work because I can't you know live my dreams to the fullest yet you know what I mean and (laughs) I don't think it was a coincidence that literally the day like the night before actually I had realized that this entire time I was actually stressed about work and my, you know, job and stuff. And then I wasn't handling things as well as I thought. I was having a good conversation with my good friend Zora. And we were talking about how we've been having just like these skin issues come up that we've never had before. Maybe we've had them before, but they usually, you know, get handled in a, in, you know, a reasonable time. And the reality is, no, the reason why I'm having these breakouts all over my body it's because I'm stressed like <laughs> and everything clicked everything made sense at that moment and I was like oh I was like so I have to make a change and then the very next day I walk in something stupid small and silly happened and I'm in my office raging to the point where I have to leave because if I stayed I was gonna do something impulsive and you know not wise so <laughs> I left the office. I spent the rest of the afternoon on the phone crying to my mom. Um, I was venting with my supervisor. I was eating Chinese food and watching The Legend of Korra. Um, And, you know, I I had, you know, one of those crying headaches. And it was really ridiculous. And part of why, again, like I was so upset because I know that, you know, I was aware of how silly everything looked from the outside looking in. But even so, I was kind of like, How could it be that, you know, I I practice these important self-care measures and I I know I'm someone who knows, you know, negative situations are temporary. How could I still be completely thrown into this mini spiral off of one silly little thing? And even now that I'm kind of past that, I'm like, how how is it that I was really thrust into like this this realm of chaos mentally? Um, even though I know, you know, you know, what to do, you know, what I I was, I was being proactive. I wasn't just being reactive. And, um, frankly, I don't, 
have that answer. <laughs> um, I think, well, I think the answer is, you know, that none of us are, none of us are uh, immune to stress and its results. Um, and I just, you know, again, I was under the assumption, the false one, uh, that I was handling things better than, you know, I, I don't know, just, just better than I thought. And clearly I wasn't. And it had, it had effects. So I recognize how important it is to, you know, create healthy boundaries and be honest about your feelings. And uh, like literally up until that day, I, I thought I was being honest. And it turns out that uh, I was actually lying to myself. So <laughs> there's, there's some work to be done there. Um, but, you know, so <clears throat> with all of that, um, you know, I'm, 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 I'm a millennial. I am a go-getter. I recognize that, you know, the world that we live in is not really going to give me a lot of what I want. So I'm going to have to take it. I'm going to have to be responsible and exact some control over situations in my life, which is fine. Um, and all of that being said, you know, we've spoken on this platform and other platforms about how the traditional job environment is just simply not for me and I'm going to have to create one of my own. But I also recognize that in the meantime, I have to do what I have to do until I can do what I want to do. And so while this incident was stressful and embarrassing, at least for me, like on a personal level, um, if nothing else, it reignited a fire under my whole ass and served as a reminder of a few things for me. So one, it reminded me that my next phase in life is approaching and that I'll have to get ready for it. Um, just period. It also proved to me that in no uncertain terms, uh, my time in this current position, this current situation, this current role is almost up. Um, so like that's more specific to my professional life. And then also... <clears throat> In my quest to kind of dissociate from work stress and current events in the United States, as well as the global globally, I was kind of slipping into a bit of a fog and I was kind of just going through the motions until, you know, the next big thing happened. And so I was doing the bare minimum for this podcast. I stopped decorating my apartment and looking for, you know, new items to customize it. I hadn't done my at home exercises in like about a month. I even stopped taking my weekly bubble baths and, you know, those brought a lot of joy and pleasure. <laughs> so while it was, you know, easy for me to kind of <clears throat> justify this as giving me, giving me or it was easy for me to justify this as me giving myself COVID grace, which I mean, it's a valid excuse. It still wasn't serving me in any productive way. And unfortunately for me, it took me having to angry cry on my office bookshelf to wake me the damn up. <laughs> and uh, as as the uh, as the kids say, you know, I was sleep on myself, but I'm I'm up now. I'm woke, and um, that is where I've been these last few weeks. In between the last episode, you know, I went from having a challenging birthday uh, weekend, even though it's still everything came out okay to <laughs> to this um and it's it, I mean I, I feel silly even now but 
like I said, I recognize that this was one of those things where it had to happen. It happens for a reason. And well, I guess I'll get into that reasoning after I take a quick break. So I mentioned how I was in a little bit of a fog these last few weeks. And even though I was in one, I've been able to kind of get things cleared up a bit since that stressful day. Um, I'm slowly and surely getting back into my groove. And funny enough, (laughs) now that I've taken the time to kind of come to terms with my feelings and what's going on, my skin is clearing up, which it's not funny at all. It makes perfect sense. Uh, But I digress. Um, I want to share with you a little bit more about the quote that I used to open today's episode and what what's really going on here. So <clears throat> the quote that I used is an excerpt from a longer fee longer piece, excuse me. Um and here we go. <clears throat> and the closer you get to achieving your dreams and transcending your current reality, the more bullshit life throws your way and the more resistance you will meet despite your growing success. You will suddenly notice people turning on you and other strange roadblocks. This phenomenon is very well illustrated in The Matrix, as well as the Black Mirror episode, Hang the DJ. The reason for this is that when you get close enough to breaking through and entering a new reality, the old one doesn't want to die, so it will fight back and go out kicking and screaming. Don't let this trip you up. Don't believe the negative voices. Just stay steady in your personal power and your magic. When in the cocoon, the caterpillar's body is completely disintegrated and it teeters on the precipice of life and death as it transforms. If you know you're making progress, but all of a sudden everything seems to be going wrong, it's actually a sign that you're doing everything right. Stay grounded, stay tapped in, you're almost there. And once you get there, everything will change. Written with love by AmericanDreamBarbie.tumblr.com And like I said, I found this quote, um, if not the day of this particular incident, like the day after, (laughs) and it was incredibly on time. And I think I had just finished either telling my mom, one of my friends, like in the midst of all of my heightened emotions, probably even through tears, I'm like, you know what, like, this is stupid and I hate it, but I get it. This is what it, you know, this is what you got to go through. And this only to me, this, what it's telling me is that, you know, something great is coming up next. And then I found this quote and I'm like, uh, right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, and, and as far as the episode title goes, you know, I, I, I haven't seen the matrix in its entirety but I've seen enough and I know enough about it to know that like yes this is exactly the point they're trying to get at and that particular Black Mirror episode um, is actually one of my favorites I haven't seen all of them but I have seen Hang the DJ and great story just period and no spoilers um, but this particular episode is a prime example of challenging the status quo and just challenging what we're taught to believe in order to achieve, you know, one's true goals. So I looked up the, uh, the meaning, I guess I was like, why, why is it called hang the DJ? Like, come on. And what I found is that it comes from the song panic by the Smiths. And at least in the context of this episode, it's used because it is quote, 
a celebration of fighting the power and doing it yourself. And that is from vulture.com. And, um, obviously for, well, for obvious reasons, this was appropriate in my case. Um, because at least to me, the DJ in this example, and the DJ in my story is my work related stress. It is <laughs> the United States electoral process. If you want to take it a little bit further, um, the DJ is really anything just standing in my way of me achieving my true power and the life of my dreams. And that quote, plus some more pop culture signs. Uh, I was watching Girlfriends and no spoilers, but that very day I was watching Girlfriends and it was an episode where Joan, the character that um, is, you know, me, um, she was questioning her own job and like her own career path. And she was quite literally asking like the same questions that I was asking that day, a few days prior, a few weeks prior. And I was literally watching that episode like with my mouth on the floor because I'm like, no, there's no way that today of all days, like I've been watching it consistently. How is it that this is what I'm actually going through right now in my life? And this is the episode that I happen to land on. Like nothing in the previous episode suggested that this particular episode was going to touch upon these themes. So it's not like I was like, you know, saving it like, oh, I know this is going to hit when I watch it. No, like it just was, I'd like to say it was random, but hmm. who knows? Anyway, <laughs> um, there were, I, and I forget, there was another, something else like happened or someone said something and whatever I was watching or maybe listening to, I just, I don't know, but there was, there was a lot of just like different signs in different places where I was like, all right, yeah no, this, this, this emotional day wasn't for nothing. Like this is definitely like a prelude to whatever's next. And you know, I'm open to that and I receive it. So, <laughs> um, that is the full story, I guess, of, you know, why I was cryptic on Instagram a few days ago. But it is what it is. And like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm always one, you know, I'm trying to get better with feeling my emotions accurately and like in the proper time. Um, but also appreciating and understanding that, you know, you got to sit with some, some of those feelings sometimes and, um, and push through and push forward. So I am, I'm okay. I'm okay. I gave myself that day. It was a, it was a Thursday when I, when I had that attitude. So I gave myself the rest of that Thursday, Friday and the weekend to kind of just completely disconnect, completely unplug from like work related stuff and dive into, um, not even, I really, first of all, I, I vibed hard Thursday and Friday as far as like not doing anything that like didn't feel right at the time. And so I'm pretty, yeah, I finished season two of Legend of Korra that weekend. Um, and, I, you know, I wanted to, you know, oh, let's, you know, I don't know, vacuum or go do that. No, I stayed in. I watched Legend of Korra Thursday when I picked up Chinese. I picked up Chinese food when I left the office before I came home. I had cooked the night before. There was food. And I was like, no, I want shrimp fried rice. I want broccoli with garlic sauce. I want chicken wings. I want a shrimp roll. 
And that sustained me through the weekend. And it was great because it was just what I wanted to eat. And I was eating Chinese food and watching Netflix. It was really, you know, just a very gluttonous weekend. And But it was okay because, you know, it is what I needed. And I still, you know, I, I kind of, kind of, not really, kind of organized my space a little bit. My home was a bit in disarray because my mind was in disarray. Um, like I said, it's okay because it was only temporary. And this weekend was a weekend for me to get things together, clean, start, you know, writing my notes down, making my lists again because I hadn't done that in a while. And just slowly but surely getting back on track. And so all of this to say the federally mandated holidays are upon us now. So I will be using this time to reset and refocus. Um, I'll be making game plans for the areas of my life that I've neglected during these past few weeks, <clears throat> months. <clears throat> <clears throat> And um, if any of you are feeling how I was feeling these last few weeks, I'm kind of still feeling it now. But if, if any of you are can relate, um, throw your hands up at me. <laughs> but also, please be better than me and, you know, identify what your issues are so you can safely and healthily address them and you don't have to spiral like I did, especially now those of us in the Northern Hemisphere um, who are, you know, experiencing these colder days. I don't know how many of you are affected by seasonal depression, um, but, you know, this is an incredibly sensitive time. And so if you know that you might be prone to that, I just really encourage you to take whatever steps you have to take to make sure that you are like actually taking care of yourself um, it can be hard, but we at the very least deserve that. So that's all I have for you for this episode. I'm hoping that you all have a wonderful week, a wonderful weekend. Whenever you're listening to this, um, be safe, be well, don't catch Corona. And if you do make sure you isolate and take care of yourself so you can get out on the other side, nice and good. I will see you all in a few weeks. Spoiler alert. Next episode, we do have the first guest of the season. So that's very exciting. But I'll tell you more about that on the blogs, on Instagram, on Twitter, on catchsomez.com. You know where to find us. So until then, my friends, be safe and be well.